welcome to the Lean CEO podcast, a series focused on giving you ideas how to move from traditional to holistic enterprise and begin to manage a company as a whole. Join us as we learn insights and lessons straight from the audio and today's most impact-oriented holistic enterprise leaders. Hi, Monica. Hi, Laura. So nice to see you again. You too. You too. I was so looking forward to talk together um, about uh, about your journey in uh, Nordea Bank. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason why I wanted to invite you as our guest to the Lean CEO podcast it is that it is quite a rare phenomenon to have a person who's been... Um, as I say, at both sides of the bridge, uh, the visible side, which is operational excellence, you know, process, design, work structure, different control systems, standards, and then the invisible part, which mm -hmm. is the cultural transformation. And from what I see uh, around the world in different companies, um, there is seldom uh, a company who has both things in one, like uh, under one umbrella, Yes. And actually, Nordea has it. So I thought, I want to ask you, how does it feel now to be able to understand both sides of the bridges? How does it look like for you that cultural transformation when you know how the visible and invisible looks like? Could you share your experience? Yeah. Well, it is quite interesting. And as you said, I started with kind of the, the visible part uh, and then uh, moved over to the cultural, the cultural, the human part of it, the change uh, that we at, at Nodea need to make and uh, or are making. And um, I had not realized how important I mean, I had some sort of a thought because I moved over to that, the, the, the cultural part and the human part. Um, so, but it's the key. It is the, it is the absolute key for the hard stuff to work because it's wow. about the mindset. It is about, you know, the world outside. It is really, it's, it's volatile. It's ambiguous. It is uncertain. It's complex more than ever. It is moving so rapidly. So what it means for us as human beings now, we need to have a certain mindset. We need to be flexible and and resilient, resourceful. And in, and in that, it actually challenged us as human beings. My values, my core values can be, you know, kind of triggered by it. And... Uh, and that has a direct impact on the, the visible stuff, you know, the processes and, yeah. you know, if we need to be innovative. I might, I as a person might stand in the company's way for reinventing ourselves if I'm not aware of wow. my own stuff. That's strong. So it's the absolute key. Okay. Yeah. I think it's really, really strong what you've just said that I can be in the way as a yeah. human being suddenly. Yes. You know, with my inner world or inner leadership. Okay. Yes. Yeah, really interesting. Um, and um, normally that cultural transformation, uh, because we can't touch it, we can't see it. So it can be really difficult for the CEO 
to understand so what the hell Monica is doing. You know, she's a mm-hmm. tra- cultural transformation coach. Mm-hmm. What are her visible responsibilities? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what What is her role? How does she know that? these people, uh, the group of people, the entire enterprise is moving where we need to move it. Could you could you elaborate more about your role and try sort of to make to our listeners more visible? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so while my role is basically to create high performance uh, within the company, and then when we look sometimes traditionally, when we look at high performance, we think about operational excellence, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, really efficient processes, you know, and, and uh, uh, for instance. Uh, yeah. But often what I see my role is, is that I can surf it. I can see that there's um, maybe there's conflicts. Maybe there's uh, um, some sort of a um, disturbance, blockers. Mm-hmm in teams, in leadership teams, for instance, or in, you know, I can have a blocker as a leader. I don't even, I'm not even aware of it. Um, so what I do is that I create, I help with tools and coaching and uh, I do, um, uh, you know, sessions with teams, team development, team transformational journeys um, to highlight, to bring up Okay, so what is it that's really standing in our way uh, for making ourselves, reinventing ourselves if we want to do that as a company? Um, Think, look upon how we, um, the business transformation. To be able to succeed with that, we actually need to have a culture as, you know, the collective behavior Mm -hmm. that uh, promotes the actual change we want to make. And my role is to bring that kind of stuff up to the surface, what is really standing in our way, what are some of the initiatives that we need to to do with the people and with the leaders to be able to unlock the blockers, unleash the potential. Uh, And we have different kinds of methods and uh, models uh, and all that. But when it all comes down to it, it is the behavior. Wow. So it is the behavior. Yes. Okay. okay. And, and yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I, uh, so I work with the uh, awareness with the, with the, uh, the leaders, bringing some sort of an awareness about myself and leading through my values and awareness about what I value and also my needs and being aware. So self-awareness, because the change starts with the I yeah. And then how I affect the other people around me, the collective, and also highlighting, uh, looking at what kind of norms do we have within the company? Okay. What have we now made normal? And is that behavior helping us or is that behavior not helping us? And if it's not helping us, we need to do something about it. I yeah. see. I really enjoy listening to you because I feel so much passion for that. Yeah. Even though sometimes I um, I have this question in my mind where I can't figure out whether it's, you know, egg um, or chicken yeah. uh, when talking about cultural transformation because um, some customers are, are asking, should it be the key enabler 
for, you know, driving the change, for making sure that we work as one system holistically, um, or should it be a deliberate deliberate process which we put in our transformation or integrate in our transformation when we want to achieve um, a higher customer value, you know, to be more effective, more innovative, uh, uh, and etc. So I kind of sometimes um, have difficulties myself, you know, to figure out uh, how to balance between these two, because I'm sure there is no, you know, clear answer. Uh, but is is it situations where you um, see that the the roots of the traditional management system, where we have different silos, conflicting targets, measures, bonus systems, uh, that they are actually destroying the human being? Yeah, it sounds like a leading question, but <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but it was. Yeah, no, I, I can see where you come from. Um, I would say that, uh, you know, h- historically we we have had um, a management or maybe a leadership that's been more control and command. Um, and, uh, well, it served us well back in day, right, when the world wasn't so maybe complex and moving so fast and, and, and uh uh, we didn't have to be so uh, maybe um, moving with the world yeah. uh, as we are today. And um, so that's why I think that it, it challenges us as human beings, as leaders, when we need to think differently. We're used to a control and command um, set of, of way of, of managing. And sometimes we're actually setting ourselves up for... for um, a failure, if, mm-hmm. if you were to use that, um, when we have KPIs, measurements that measure uh, is silo-based, silo-based measurements. Well, it's, it's actually, uh, we, you get what you measure. Mm-hmm. And if you measure, uh, you know, um, uh, if you as a leader are measured on, okay, well, you should have all these deliveries um, and uh, it, and it's the amount of deliveries, then you focus on what you're measured on. Maybe not what is the connection to the whole picture. Um, so I think that we might be shooting ourselves in the foot sometimes uh, when we have measurements that are not really conducive for moving the company as a whole and the holistic yeah. forward. Okay. Um, so... Uh, so I would say that the, it, being a transformational leader today is uh, more important than ever. Uh, cl- creating that clear vision, uh, saying we are now uh, moving towards uh, a more maybe uh, you know customer centric in a way where we need to um, think outside the box. We need to be more innovative, um, and also being a transformational leader is uh, enabling others, the servant leadership. And and I am not important anymore as a leader. And that might be scary, right? Oh, yeah. I (laughs) am not the center anymore. I'm not the one. It's the actual people that should be in the center. Um, And um, I see that um, from time to time that that is a challenge. Um, uh, Yeah. 
Okay. And that's why the self-awareness is so important to say, okay, I need to, I need to look at myself here. Yeah, exactly. And try to understand what, uh, what kind of uh, uh, rooted um, beliefs I have in mm. my mind. Uh, so I still hold on, you know, to the visible part the way I do. Okay, yeah. Monica, I'm sure that many CEOs are listening to us. And maybe some of them are as well thinking that, oh, okay, I have HR department and I have process or operational excellence department and they're probably wondering oh wow if i would like to have someone like monica cultural transformation coach who is working as we mentioned on the mindset on the behaviors on questioning the norms on bringing the awareness what kind of um, competences uh, a person who needs to drive the cultural transformation i mean i'm sure that you are not the driver probably like the coordinator, uh, the managers who are driving or leaders, but the one like you who are helping them out, what mm. kind of competences that person should have um, for the purpose to succeed? Because yeah. it, be, it can be tough, you know. We, we, we've been with, with the journey with you as well sometimes when we meet yeah, some, yeah. you know, ego persons yeah. who are holding yeah. to the cheer, and that's normal. Yeah, and sometimes it can be really, you know, taking away all the energy. Yeah. Um, so, what kind of competencies um, cultural transformation coach should have, in your opinion, in order to succeed? Oh, so for me, as a as a as a coach, yes. Um, I would say using yourself as a as a tool. Okay. So anything, anything that I, you know, teach others or coach others on, I've been through myself. So um, I, I investigated myself a lot and I continues to continue to develop. Uh, and um, but some of the key things are basically learning to let go of my ego. Okay. Learning to let go of uh, uh, um, uh, or being aware of what is holding me back and listening to myself. That mm -hmm. has been like the, so transformational for me. Um, and it has allowed me to step into a different kind of, um, uh, I am I'm finding more peace with myself and acceptance of myself. Um And that has been the absolute key for me as a transformational facilitator and coach. Um, so then what I would say with regards to the, to the, to the leaders and maybe a CEO, um, I would say a real open mind and deep listening to what is needed. And then the self-awareness. Um, what am I now... Uh, maybe I am having these thoughts um, and that something is not possible and I think something is a challenge and then the mindset of default what is another way of looking at it what is a different way of looking at it is it really the truth that I'm telling myself um, or maybe I can look at it another way 
Yeah. So instead of trying to um, to bring a, con- a contradictory question around yes. it, right, yeah. in order to have the space for your own thoughts to to somehow yeah have a different um, understanding about what I just thought. Yeah. Uh, what I think you mentioned um, those three things. I can, I will try to sum up. It is. Um, that you worked with yourself very, very much. Mm. Um, and you've been through the journey yourself. Mm. Uh, I think this is the fundamental uh, because it, it brings a transformational coach the integrity. Mm. And you instantly can see whether a person is integral or not. Mm. Uh, does she or he, you know, talk what, what she or he mean? Mm-hmm. Or they talk one thing and then they, you know, think the different yeah. thing. Um, and, and, and these things you can smell in the ear um, yes. <laughs> around it. Yeah. So I guess it's really important um, to hire people like you who've been through that journey themselves and mm-hmm. who actually uh, are always on the road of developing and yeah. trying to look at themselves differently. So I just highlighted that. <laughs> yes. Because I think it's uh, it's really important. And yeah. when do you sometimes uh, maybe feel the inner conflict in your role? Because mm. um, we we are all human beings, and we yeah. all have you know uh, worse days uh, and yeah. dark days, as I say. Yeah. And sometimes some some self doubt. So um, what kind of inner conflicts, and when do you have them? Yeah, so interesting. Um, yeah, I have a few inner conflicts and, and I go back to, it's something that I discovered by, uh, um, about myself uh, and it's uh, this thing about not feeling good enough and it coming back over and over again. It's, just, it's a pattern that I have, not feeling good enough. And then, uh, um, so here's the struggle. When I don't feel good enough, and I have a, a fear of others not feeling that I, you know, oh, she's not, she's not doing her job good enough or something like that. I can tell myself if I do more, I will prove that I'm good enough. And this was a profound discovery that I had because um, I have a coach as well. And she says to me, it's like, Monica, um, did you know that when you, you have a pattern of doing more when you have this and it, it is a, a behavior that do you feel that that is serving you or is it actually holding you back and in that maybe holding others back and I'm going oh, wow. I don't know <laughs> what an insight yes yeah so I looked at it and absolutely yeah 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 it was uh, it was this this on over and over again and then I just discovered that, you know what, uh, if I do less, I actually do more. If I slow down, I actually do more. I have a greater impact. So I can find my, that's my inner struggle. Okay. And I, um, I've come a, a far way, uh, but I still, it's, you know, we're full of patterns. And if we're not aware I don't know if you have this. It's like, oh, here I go again. Oh, here yeah. I go again. Back in oh, the same yeah. patterns. So, I had this realization it. last night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Monica, do you think leaders uh, should have a coach 
when they um, are enabling the cultural transformation themselves. Is it a prerequisite for the CEO, for his senior team to have a coach with whom they can could work uh, individually and in, in privacy? What do you think? <clears throat> well, in my experience, I, uh, I see it as a very, very good tool. Uh, it's an enabler because what happens is that you can, if you have trust, I mean, you have to have trust. Uh, yeah. And uh, so it needs to be a, you know, as a leader, you need to feel comfortable with the person that, that's coaching you. Uh, so that's number one. Uh, number two is, is uh, um, uh just having a transparent, uh, as a coach, uh, open environment, and also that it is of in full integrity, it is full confidentiality. Um, uh, so yes, I do think that that is uh, it's important to have as a senior leader, um, because also, um, there's things that you don't want to be taking up in the team. You don't want to be saying of your inner, maybe sometimes you don't want to say of your inner stuff in the team. Uh, maybe you should, but you're not there yet, right? Mm -hmm. Then you can get the help from the coach to maybe unlock some of your stuff um, that you have in, your, in, in you that's holding you back. And especially in leadership teams, I see that there's a profound difference when the, the leader of the team becomes vulnerable, becomes wow. real. It just drops the room like this. It opens up for everybody else to like, oh, it creates trust. And then it, uh, it is, uh, it's kind of allowed for real stuff to be talked about, real conversations to be had. Yeah, so suddenly the th we close the door to the theater and the reality opens up. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. And um, uh, what <clears throat> kind of um, recommendations you could give for the CEO or the business owner uh, who deliberately wants a different kind of management system with a culture as the key enabler you know, to to reach the prosperity, to have this healthy business and for himself or herself as well to have a, a healthy life with a balance if that is possible. So what kind of uh, steps you would recommend him or her to take um, in his in his leadership path? Yeah, <clears throat> I think the key is uh, uh, be very clear on what is expected. Uh, what is it? What are the behaviors that I would, as a leader, would like to see? Uh, not, but not only that. Uh, also, to be clear on where we're we going, what are we trying to achieve? What are our core core values? What are uh, what are we uh, gathering around? So because if we have that guiding star things are gets much, much easier because then we can start enable by um, enable our people by giving the, the, the work back to the people. I don't even as a leader, I don't even have to be in control. I don't have to be in control. I can have, uh, the, you know, my people, they can do the work. I just need to be enabling them, empowering them. Right. So 
<laughs> I think it is. Uh, it's just uh, it's uh, one of the key. So clear what where are we going? Um, what are our values? Our core values? What are the behaviors that are connected to those? What are we, what is the uh, expected uh, guidance we would like to give our people? Um, and uh, storytelling. Wow, what, what it is? Okay, what what it is storytelling then? Yeah, it what is, is storytelling? Part, yeah. So I would say storytelling is, um, well, it could be to promote good things that are happening. That was really, really good what you did there. We have this really uh, awesome story over here that we would like to highlight. Um, but also storytelling on challenges that I faced, but then as a person and showing myself as real. Um, so having these transformational, um, stories about personal transformational stories. Oh, that's Uh, powerful. Yes. Because I've seen it in, in, I've had sessions with senior leaders, with, um, uh, with, uh, high up leaders um, where they bring themselves. It's a room full of of 100 people. They're sitting there and they're being trained in what we expect the culture to be. And every time the the room kind of drops and we're like, oh, now we're real. It's when the leader uh, tells a story that is personal. Uh, He or she says, you know what? This was so challenging for me. But then I realized that I was the one that was holding myself back. And it was because this and this happened maybe, you know, in the past life. And uh, this death had an impact on the, the business. And I realized I was the one that was creating some of the noise in the system. Wow. And I'm committed now to do things differently. That is just like, I get chills just talking about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I wanted to tell you that yeah. I bought it too. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's the realness. It's the, it's the you know, um, I mean, we have to, we have a business and we have to be, just be clear that if we are here for uh, developing a company that is serving the customers or serving the community that is, you know, I mean, uh, being here for the greater good, I think that is more important. That's important more than ever. Um, taking uh, social responsibilities, uh, and that is not easy, right? So having a guiding star is it's just really key. Yeah, it's the key. Well, mm. thank you, Monica, very much for uh, being here with us today. It was literally um, so much. Uh, I've got out of that <laughs> we talked in so many podcasts about the all the visible parts and as well mm. some invisible but mm. now you really um, opened up um, that invisible part and let us dive under the iceberg yeah. and actually you know look at it and and the storytelling transformational storytelling part I think if any CEO could take that and start doing that from tomorrow mm. uh, would see how much um, it benefits the entire company. Yeah. Thank really. you. Thank you.